Welcome to the Tiny Bites of Business podcast, where we take practical, implementable tools and strategies and pack them into bite-sized episodes. I'm your host, Sarah Wooden. Let's talk about systems, streamlining, and business strategy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. So we're going to move into a new topic today and talk a little bit about working with limited capacity, whether you have chronic illness, whether you have perhaps children with special needs, maybe you're homeschooling, maybe you're a full-time carer, maybe, I don't know, you have something in your life that means that your capacity is not the same as the peers that you were watching in business groups and on social media. Perhaps like me, when you put too much on your plate, you drop stuff or you burn out faster than other people. If your capacity is limited for whatever reason, let's talk a little bit about some tools that we can have in place to make that work better. So the first thing I want to say is for my own story, I have, I run this business. This is my primary uh, thing that I do. I'm also an artist. I'm running two businesses and I homeschool. So my plate is quite full, but it's a smaller plate to start with. I've got a whole list of chronic illness and I need to build in flexibility into that. I need to give myself space to ride the ebbs and flows. One of the biggest things that I have implemented is really understanding mental load. And this has changed everything. I can remember getting phone calls, like sitting at my desk, actively typing on, say, a blog or something. And I would get that phone call from my husband who would say, I'm at the checkout. What do we need? And in that moment, I didn't know what was in the cupboard or what was in the fridge or what we were doing for dinner. And I had about 30 seconds (laughs) to be able to pull that list out of my brain and give an answer. And so we progressively had conversations around, hey, if you know you're going to the shops, I need more notice than 30 seconds. Or hey, if you know you're going to the shops, why don't you check the cupboards before you go and build a shopping list so you know what to buy? Or hey, let's meal plan together so that we both know what's happening and it's not left to any one person to be managing who what needs to be got out of the freezer or what order the, the produce needs to be used in or what things we might need in the future. Um, so meal planning together, um, appointments, cleaning, all of that sort of stuff, communicating around what it is that happens to keep the house running so that it's not just left on me. I also share the mental load in my business. I've got people in my life who I can go to to vent or I can go to for questions who I can go to for assurance and for support I have team yes I am the virtual assistant I do business management I do copywriting and systems and bring it all together but I'm not doing that by myself I have a team too I have a community I am part of a business network for people just like me where I can go with space to share the mental load so that it's not just me trying to coordinate this thing called business. So that's a huge part of 
the capacity is understanding the weight of mental load and finding ways to manage that. The next thing is understanding how to prioritize my own list. So the first thing I do at the start of the week is I make a list of my client tasks. I make a list of my tasks. This is all supplemental to my planning system. I love pen and paper. So putting it on pen and paper really helps me focus in on the things that have to be done um, and choosing the most urgent things off that list. So using the uh, the planning matrix, the, prior- the prioritization, I can't talk, prioritization matrix. So first of all, do anything that is urgent or highly high, urgent and highly important and quick wins sometimes as well. Sometimes it does us huge amount of good to make that phone call that takes two minutes that we have been putting off all week and give ourselves a tick and take something off our list. So do the urgent important stuff and quick wins. Delay things that are non-urgent but still important or things that perhaps have a longer timeline. So when I'm looking at what do I work on first, I'm prioritising the stuff that are urgent and important and I'm moving secondary on the list, things that are important but not as urgent. Perhaps they don't have a timeline or, sorry, they've got a longer timeline or they don't have an immediate due date. Then I'm delegating. What is it that I can share within my home by sharing mental load or communicating what has to be done and what is it that I can outsource to my team that I don't actually have to actively touch. And then deleting. Sometimes there are things that sit on my to-do list, frankly, for far too many weeks and get carried over week to week to week. Sometimes you've got to go, you know what? Actually, maybe that actually doesn't need to be done and cross it off. Sometimes there are also ways to simplify tasks. We have a habit of making things more complicated than perhaps they need to be. Can they be simplified? streamlined or automated do they actually need to go on my task or is there another way to do it that is easier has less steps or is faster so they are some of my strategies for dealing with less capacities understanding mental load and getting better at prioritizing and delegating on my list in the next episode we're going to talk a little bit about working in flow and what that looks like as a certified period coach when I'm working with my clients. What does it actually look like? Tune in next time. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.